This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, hmm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Take Podcast, episode 80. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It is March the 8th, everybody. Excuse me, it's March the 9th. <laughs> On this day in history, the last space shuttle mission, actually I don't know if it's the last, but the the last discovery mission, space shuttle discovery mission, 2011. I think that was the last. The discovery? Yeah. Wasn't it the last? Do you know the name of the first space shuttle? Atlantis? That's not correct, sir. (laughs) Um, Challenger? Not uh, correct. There, how many were there? Four? Mm. Discovery, Atlantis, Challenger, <sighs> Armstrong? I don't no. <laughs> no. I'm about to blow your mind. Spencer? It was the Enterprise. Ah, yes. Which actually didn't ever go into space. But, Five of them. Uh, yes. It was the very first. Challenger, Enterprise, Columbia, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavor. There were six. Five of them space worthy. So was the Enterprise the one that they hooked onto the plane and then let go, and the guy had yeah, to, I believe so. <laughs> to land it? We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> go sure. ahead and uh, good luck with that. Let's. Uh, I watched a video on landing the space shuttle the other day. It's crazy. It's it's intense. It's insane. Yeah. Like, and again, we talked about this. I think on the last episode, it's bothersome to me that it's that complicated. I feel like we should be at a point right. in technology where you can just. Just, you know, well, I feel like towards the later missions, it was probably a little bit more automated. But those I think early missions, it was literally like the guy's got a joystick. No, nah, well, yeah, I think it's I think it was always been automated because we've always we've had that ability for a long time. But, but still, they're like, still they're still they still hand fly a lot of it. Right. And, and they're like know. halfway around the world. Yeah. Before the, uh, like. Like after they can abort The planning is crazy (laughs) And they don't have any engines Which maybe a lot of people don't realize is No you only get one shot The engines are just for launch And they're just a big glider And the glide ratio on a space shuttle is terrible I don't even know why it has wings Like it might as well (laughs) just be a uh, It was so that they could just come back and land it Yeah Yeah. it's, It's crazy to me Yeah if you haven't ever watched a space shuttle landing they have like the multi view where you can see like in the cockpit, yeah, and then outside, right, and then the tra- the trajectory around the world, right, because they're going like Mach twenty four. Yeah, they're really, it's really when fast. when they enter the atmosphere, it's crazy. It's like the fastest human made object, I think, oh, or really? uh, not object, obviously a like a bullet. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't even know how fast does a bullet go? Uh, Twelve hundred feet per second. That's yeah, a shotgun. It's a lot. It's I don't know. It's past the speed of sound, so. Well, I mean, so Mach one, right? Yeah, at least <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to look that up sometime. Um, speaking of things that go fast, yeah. was it last? I don't even know what week it is anymore. 
Yeah, it must have been this early last week uh, or late last week. Sunday? Was it yeah. a week ago? I don't know. Anyway, there was a tornado Yeah. Uh, in Nashville. Uh, now, they're not you know, a stranger to tornadoes. They get them occasionally. But this one happened at around 1 in the morning, uh, which it's it's kind of unusual to have this strong of a tornado that late because after the sun goes down, uh, the thunderstorms lose a lot of their uh, energy. Right. Because uh, it's like not hot air and cold air. Right. Right. Uh, but this one went right through Nashville, and it killed 24 people, which is – that's a lot for a – tornado nowadays i mean with our we have a lot of advanced warning and and uh you know the 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 advanced warning has gone up from like five minutes to like 15 which is crazy thanks to dorothy <laughs> invented <laughs> by uh yeah. bill paxton <laughs> yeah um but uh so it's pretty bad so this this tornado had a f- it was on the ground for 50 miles which is also pretty unusual not unusual but it doesn't happen all the time um so that's from if for you in utah that's from like uh uh the point of the mountain down in utah county to like ogden you know that's it's a long way that's a long track to for for something that's destructive to be on the ground um so i have a, a friend that i went uh, tornado chasing with that right. lives in nashville and he had a uh, him and a business partner had a warehouse that got completely destroyed, just oh. obliterated. Um, and um, one thing that is interesting that happened is, uh, are you familiar with Gibson, the guitar brand? Yes. Now, they are headquartered in Nashville, and this is my preferred guitar brand. I have a Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to have more, but they are costly. Sure. <laughs> But uh, maybe they'll be cheaper now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they are. Um, they've reached out to their community and they are saying, uh, if you lost an instrument, we're going to replace it. Are you serious? Yeah, that's really cool. So for the, the people in uh, Tennessee and in, in, in Nashville who uh, had a guitar that got swept away or blown away or yeah. obliterated by the tornado. Gibson is stepping in to replace it. I don't know what they're going to replace it with. I'm sure it'll be either a Gibson or Epiphone or Epiphone. something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Still, I mean, there's probably Nashville's probably like the highest concentration of musicians. Yeah, it is. A, it's a music city. When I went there last year, they, it was it was crazy. They have bars that are like five stories high, and there's a band on each each one. level of the yeah. bar, and that's just all over downtown Nashville. Like there's plenty of musicians in New York and L.A. But when I, when you're talking about like concentration, yeah, Nashville might be, I probably might be up there. Probably. Uh, while you were talking, by the way, that twister we were talking about how the strength they did they did finally categorize it EF four. Yeah, well, it's it, various at various points it changed right. between EF three and EF four. Um, I like to think of where they max. Yeah, you know what I mean. And EF four is right right below the biggest one, uh, which is EF five. Finger of EF God. <laughs> uh EF4 has winds of 166 to 200 miles per hour and EF3 is 136 to 165. So, you know, for yeah. for all intents and purposes it could have been going 165 and right. then changed over. Right. So, um and it, speaking of speed, I did look up uh you know, bullets versus rockets and space shuttles oh and stuff yeah. like that. 
turns out the space shuttle goes like way way faster than a bullet really <laughs> like a, the fastest bullet is like Mach 5 Oh really? And the space shuttle on re-entry is going Mach twenty four. It really is going. I thought yeah. that you were just exaggerating. No, no, no. I looked. I knew that number because I looked it up once, and I was completely blown away that it, something could fall that fast. Mach twenty four. Yeah, that's... it's like seventeen thousand five hundred miles per hour on re-entry. So you're flying that. How is that possible? <laughs> that's why I say they're in China. They're over China when they re-enter. Yeah. And then land in. Uh, where do they land? There was one in California, yeah. and then there was the backup there's plan in like, Tennessee or yeah, something. It's, it's either California or uh, there's one in Florida if they need to. Because the runway has to be like five miles long or yeah, something. Yeah, there's like three or four locations they can use. But yeah. um, Anyway, way, way faster how than does a bullet. It, what point do they uh, – how, how do you accelerate that fast? At some point, don't you reach your um, – terminal velocity yeah yeah well that's what causes the fire that's what causes the friction oh, is you're okay. going faster than your terminal velocity because oh. i mean if, like the dude who jumped out of the balloon yeah he's not going to start on fire because he reaches his terminal velocity right you know i guess you could say it like this if you had a giant lead ball that was falling as fast as it could it, re- it reached its terminal velocity and then all of a sudden it sprouted wings <laughs> those wings would start on fire oh because it's the friction wow I'm not a physicist. I just made all of that up. But uh, it makes sense to me. Yeah, that sounds... Okay. But it's going so fast in space. I just feel like we should be able to just land like they do in, in Star Trek and Whoa. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. none of this skipping off the atmosphere. Yeah. Just go in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just They always say that, like, you know, if they hit it too shallow, they bounce right off the atmosphere, and then they're fucked. They can't do anything about it. I'm like, well, there's got to be a redo. <laughs> the redo button. <laughs> <laughs> so they come in too steep. Um. Yeah. So that was a crazy twister. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't I mean feel to like we're struggling today. No, no, no. I just struggle. I was thinking about the bullet while you were talking about the tornado, and then I always think about things like. So here's something I've always wanted to have happen. I want to be driving down the freeway mm-hmm. at like 80. Yeah. And I want to have a pitcher pitch a baseball right alongside my window, so I can see it. You know. That's weird. I just I don't know why. How and, would that so and then uh, that takes you to the next level, which is like, if you're in the space shuttle and right. someone fires a gun, you could see the bullet outside your window. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised like MythBusters has never done anything like that. Don't you think that'd be cool? Yeah, like I've been on the I've been on the uh, like a surface street before and had like a duck come along my window. Oh and yeah, just, like, yeah, just chilling right by my window. You yeah. know, but we imagine should, Randy we should, Johnson. We should set that up. Yeah, we just need a a big empty street and uh, Got a it. picture. Yeah, Danny can pitch. Yep. Well, I yeah. mean, we need like a... <laughs> no, we don't need to be going 80. Like a Even like a 40 mile an hour would be kind of cool. Yeah, if to we're going to do it, then let's, you know... <laughs> let's go all out. Yeah. Well, I'm sure an MLB pitcher would be willing to do it for the publicity, especially if they play for the Astros. <laughs> Poor <laughs> the Astros. Did you see... So, uh, one of the Astros pitchers from last year, um, Garrett, Garrett Cole is his name. Uh-huh. Um... He uh, he went to the Yankees, yeah, because he's a trade. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but in spring training, and he was amazing. He was better than Justin Verlander during the World Series. Like he yeah. was really good, and uh, he was pitching for a spring training game. And they the uh, who was it? I don't remember who it was, but they hit four home runs off of him in a row. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Not not through the whole game. Just one pitcher bop, got bop, up, bam, bop, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, 
Uh, so he, I think he signed a three hundred twenty-four million dollar contract. So I don't know if the Yankees are like, oh. At what point is a manager? Do you pull him? Do you wait till the fourth home run? <laughs> like, and I, it's spring training game. I want to see how, if it could keep going. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Just let's let it see. Keep going. Let's let's set the record for the worst pitch uh, outing ever. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. Someone's got to have that record for sure. Uh, speaking of weird records, yeah. Super Tuesday, yeah. So for those of you who weren't following the presidential primary, how dare you? Especially if you're a Democrat. You were watching it like it was a freaking thriller movie. Yeah. And I just turned it off and waited for the results the next day. Well, they're not even done in some states. They're done. No, I'm looking at it right now. Like some of them are like 74%. Because this isn't a winner take all. Did you see that Texas found some like thumb thumb drives or something of votes that didn't get counted? Like 10% of the vote. Well, that's the thing. People might not. In the electoral college, Mm -hmm. in most states anyway. It's a winner-take-all, right? right. Uh, that's not how it works in a primary. Right, you so get delegates. For example, Texas has 228 delegates that go to the convention. The winner of the convention has to get at least 1,991 votes on the first vote. gets really confusing. But just so you know, like Joe Biden, quote-unquote, won Texas – Right. Mm-hmm. The delegate count in Texas is Joe Biden got 111. Bernie Sanders got 102. Oh, so it's nine, nine delegates. Right, right, right. Know? So it's not a winner take all. So when people say Joe Biden won Texas, no, Texas is pretty split. Right. Is the story here, um, especially when you consider that Bloomberg and Warren were still in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found this website. Um, it's a 538.com website. They do. I don't know, a bunch of forecasting and stuff Mm -hmm. (coughs) for the primary. And you can go state by state, see who's likely to win it, and then just overall who's likely to win the nomination. And what's fascinating, I'll turn my screen around so you can see this. Mm -hmm. I got a pink and a black line. Pink is Joe Biden. Black is no one. And then green is Bernie Sanders. Can you see that? No one? What do you mean no one? So this is forecasting who's going to win, and the black line is... We actually don't know. Oh, okay. okay. So it's looking at the odds, mm-hmm. right? What I want you to look at, though, is you see this green line right here and the pink line. Like two weeks ago, Bernie was way ahead. Right. And then it flipped on Super Tuesday. Now Biden's way ahead. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about this, though, because a lot of people were really pissed. Sure, I get it. If your candidate didn't win Bernie or Warren, I understand. But look at how volatile this was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It went from... Bernie winning by a lot to over the course of a few days Biden winning by a lot right and there is a lot of primary votes still to be had that's true Super um, Tuesday isn't everybody no yet. in fact there's some really big states like why don't, why Florida don't, uh, Illinois why can't everyone just do it on the same day why do we gotta like the presidential election yeah gotta, I, I wish I they would know. because all this does is create momentum right and it's and it misleads people I think mm-hmm. it, it encourages people to vote maybe not the way they would have voted Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like if you were watching the polls in New York on election day, mm-hmm. and that determined how you voted in California. Right, right, right. You know? Um, but that being said, you go to a state like Illinois, um, and it's- Illinois? Illinois. Both of them? You know, it says Biden <laughs> like has a 54% chance of winning. Standard has 42. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida. So there's some big states left. So all this talk about like it's a, it's a lock for- Biden, mm-hmm. like I don't completely disagree because he's riding on a a real. He's got a lot of momentum, right? 
but there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of votes still. And frankly, the young people vote didn't didn't turn up for Bernie again. Well, apparently young people didn't turn up at all. At all. Which is concerning. Right. Because they're the biggest. And when we say young people, we mean like 18 to 25. Right. Like d- they didn't. Bernie expected them to turn up for him. And they just assumed again that he would win because he had the momentum before Super What Tuesday. do you think causes this them to be all about Bernie like but then not actually go vote? Apathy. Or are they just lazy? Well, what's the difference? I mean, I've skipped. I, I, I don't think I voted in a primary until a couple of years. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Right. Do you think that they just don't know how or well, they, they don't? Are, they are definitely the first generation to be slammed with information every single day. Right. You know, uh, but uh, they didn't turn out. So I know a lot of people are very upset that Bernie didn't win some of these states that they expected him to win. But you got to vote. <laughs> right. You know, uh, and then on Facebook, mm-hmm. and Nate and I had a conversation who's been a guest on the Are show. You're going to put him on blast, huh? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> just, he's he's a he's a friend of the show. He's been on. Um, he was talking about how um, the lack of trust he has with the DNC now because he feels like they threw this election or I don't know what the word is cheated. Or just I don't know put that all they their cheated, but put they, all their they, put all their grain behind one guy. They seem to definitely want Biden, like with everyone that's endorsing him now, right? Like yeah, uh, Kamala Harris in- endorsed him today. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird, and um, but yeah, it's not for for candidates like Klobuchar and Buttigieg to endorse Biden over Bernie Sanders. Is that surprising to you? No, these not guys at all. prided themselves on being quote unquote centrist candidates, right? You know, uh, so yeah. I have a hard time with this though because Nate was indicating that he's like, you know, screw this, screw uh, democracy. I'm never going to vote. You know, I would, I would don't want to vote for Joe. And I had some words for Nate, which were, this is what people did four years ago. It's the exact same thing that Bernie supporters did four years ago. They voted for a third party or they didn't vote at all because they were so mad at the DNC. And look what happened. So if you're if you're not going to vote again, then Trump's going to win. I promise Mm -hmm. if you're if you're pissed. And I said this on the last episode before Super Tuesday. I said, I'm terrified of Bernie supporters because they they won't vote. This is what they did. This is what they did four years ago. Right. (laughs) Well. I don't understand. I mean, I actually do. I do understand because I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. I don't. I. It's this is this is. I can't remember an election where there's been a candidate that I. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I guess well, 2000, 2008 was okay. Was you know, but last year or last election, it was like I don't want to vote for either of these people. And I had no problem voting for Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, I had no problem. I mean, whatever. I thought all the bullshit surrounding her was that. It no, was bullshit. it's fine. I I know, but I still. So why don't you want to vote for Joe? I voted for Bernie. So I, don't get me. No, I just feel like he's Trump light. Like he's, he's this not. This is a guy who was President Obama's vice president. Yeah. And was a Democrat in the Senate doesn't for matter. like 30 years. Vice presidents literally <laughs> do nothing. It's a do nothing job that nobody wants. Tell that to Dick Cheney. 
Well, that was yeah. different. And maybe. to Mike Pence, maybe who's supposed to be spearheading coronavirus and is doing nothing. Well, yeah, exactly. But how doing so, nothing? Tell me what principles Joe Biden stands for that make you think he's Trump light. Well, he's just uh, he's. Does he want a border hold on, wall? Hold on. Well, no. Does he want? No. Does he, is he pro life? I guess he's Trump minus racism. <laughs> <laughs> minus racism. Minus sexism. Pro women. Uh, I don't know about sexism. I I question he's pro that. choice. Yeah, well, that's fine. But he, he, he you're gonna go back to Anita Hill. I'm just saying he could be me too any second. Like, I think it would have happened by now. I think people. I have mean, tried. it kind of. I think Fox News has did. done that already. Look, so here's here's uh here's a comparison between uh, Biden and Trump that someone has put together. Um, Trump, no universal health care. Biden, no universal health care. Biden, no climate action. Trump, no climate action. Wait a second. No climate action? That's not true. What's he want so to do? So let's take this piece by piece. First of all, no universal health care. He was, again, the vice president during the rollout of Obamacare, and he wants to expand it. Yeah, but Obamacare sucks. It was better than what we had. Mm. There are My 20 million people insured on Obamacare who weren't insured before. Don't don't believe the Fox fine. talking points. That's fine, but my insurance sucks. You're not on Obamacare. Balls. You're not on Obamacare. But because of Obamacare, no. my insurance rate, all, all I know. You have a shitty insurance rate because of your employer who pays you shit. No, you know that. No, I've had, yeah. I've had bad insurance all since, since with all my different employers since Obama got elected. My insurance rates but what did Obama? What did Obama promise? I don't know. He didn't promise cheaper health care. He promised health care to more. No, that's fine. Here's here's the thing. All right, Democrats seem to <clears throat> pander to the. No one's going for the middle class. Republicans are for the upper class. Democrats seem to fix the the lower class. So what the rest of us? Well, it depends on where you find yourself. Right. Where do you think you are? Uh, right. Barely above the lower class. OK. <laughs> right. That's fair. I would agree with that. So you just you just said, though, that Joe is fighting for you. You said that's what Democrats are doing for the lower class, not the right. So the lower, above. lower class. Everyone that's driving to work on the interstate <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> those are the people that are getting hosed by these last few presidents. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree, but when you're talking about expanding health care, let me ask you this. Do you uh -huh. think if – look, I want universal health care. I voted for Bernie. Do you think if Bernie got elected, we would have universal no, health care? No, of course not. No. So uh, no. let's be real about no, it. No, I'm going to vote for whoever the sure. – uh, I'm just saying – Let's keep going with this meme, though. I, I, I'm, I was looking forward to maybe something happening. You know, Obama ran on change and – Mitch McConnell happened. Yeah, I know. But I'm just right. saying that the, 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 people have to vote. <sighs> if everybody voted in Kentucky, Mitch McConnell would not be in the Senate. <sighs> the polls are already be close between he and the woman who's running against him, who's uh, a Democrat. Wait, is it this? Is he? I thought he was up. No, it's this year. Oh man, we yeah. got I've already. The only campaign I've donated to is that woman's, and we, I'm not. I don't even live in Kentucky. We need to. Okay, uh, let's keep going with this meme we need though. To do that, healthcare fine. Well, not fine. We can view it as what it is worth it's it's got more people covered than were covered before right if you go back to 2008 all right but my health insurance sucks climate change what does he want to do for climate he wants change? to get back into the paris accord immediately immediately 
So. So? What the fuck? So? Are you serious? <laughs> is that we, it, though? That it? Is that it? I don't know, That's man. huge. That's huge. America sets a precedent. We set the tone. People look to our country. That's what we get for being the top. You talked about it. What was on the radio in Australia? All U.S. stuff. News about America. Mm-hmm. So, no... Don't give me that, that he doesn't want to do anything about climate change. He would immediately get back into that, and he said that on stump speeches over and over again. No, I'm not. The, great. Great. <laughs> Wait, but you're, you're talking I'm just about not enthu- I'm just not enthused about him. I'm, That's all. But I'm, I'm trying to get a logical reason from you, and you've got this meme that is giving you not real, well, not real facts but about Joe Biden. Marijuana. He doesn't want to legalize that. He's just he's he's okay, very. What's your understanding of Joe Biden on marijuana? He has said he doesn't want to legalize federally. It. Yeah, right. So what does that mean to you? That means it's we're going to spend another eight years or four years just dicking around with it with these states that are medical marijuana sure. and why? Once why? again, we'll if, just freaking do it, man. If, okay, if Bernie were elected, would we have federal legal marijuana? I don't know. It depends on. Depends on what? Depends uh, on the, the Senate. House and the depends Senate, on the House. So people think that the president is. No, all that I matters. know. But there are executive orders. Maybe he could just be like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there are. There are. It's certainly true. It's possible. It's certainly possible. But once again, a sweeping statement like that that Joe Biden is against legalizing marijuana is not true. He wants to leave it to the states, which is a very centrist method. Yeah, but it's less it, government. It's what people want. But leaving it to the states is leading to this bullcrap that everyone's be- dealing with. Why? It's just. But like, keep going with this. It's because people don't vote in states. If you voted in your state no, elections, no, no, no. you'd have more power. It, but even if it, it, like, even in Colorado, you still put up with some BS. Like you can't do it because this company is. You know, a, a national company, and sure. so you have to you pay know, with cash. Yep. Yeah. There's just all this BS around it. Whereas you can go to the liquor store and get whatever you right. want for something that's. Here's the point I made to Nate. Yeah. You want progress? We all, well, all progressives want progress. What world do you live in where you think it's going to happen in one shot? No, I don't think it's going to happen. It it's takes just, a long it's time. Just nice to have someone that that. Martin Kinda. Luther King and Malcolm X had to be assassinated. So wait, <laughs> you're saying that if we assassinate- if we assassinate Bernie Sanders, you'll get your marijuana? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that you'll, you're going to vote for whoever is the nominee for the Democrats, and that was my point to Nate and to other Bernie supporters: is that you are going to cut off your nose to spite the country. Oh, you know what the big Trump thing is again. that he doesn't want to take my student debt away. <laughs> and that is that I, yeah, I want Bernie or, or Warren. I've actually that. never looked at Joe's uh, student loan position. Let's look. Joe Biden on student loans. Here's why my student loan plan is better than Bernie's. Um, Jeez, that's a really big ad. Taking up half of my screen. <clears throat> it's not Bloomberg. No, it's not. I don't know what it was. Uh, save money on your student loans. Let's compare these side by side. Student loan forgiveness. Sanders wants to forgive all $1.6 trillion. Um, cancel student loan debt. Has no eligibility requirements. Public loan service loan forgiveness. 
Even though President Trump says he would end public service loan forgiveness, Biden would create a new program that offers $10,000 of undergraduate or graduate student loan debt-free relief for each year of national or community service. Okay. That already exists. In the military. Uh, well, you can get your, your loan wiped out if like, you're a teacher or something and spend so many years doing that. Right. Well, I mean, it's not community service. That's your job. Public yeah. service loan forgiveness. And that's at a local level. Actually, no, I think that is at a federal level. Um, I take that back. Um, I'm not in favor of free college, mostly because I'm drowning in debt. And I <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I don't Wait want a second. No, 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 no. Wait. Screw everyone else. Wait a second. <laughs> so you want to wipe out your own student debt yeah. but don't offer free college well, to the next th- generation. It, it's either, it, it, if it's one or the other, then let's wipe out our student That's debt. That's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but if they can do both, great. But here's, here's a big one. This is a big one. Because you know, I don't know, maybe you don't know, a lot of times if you go to bankruptcy court, they won't let you write off your student loans. They won't let you lump that in to your bankruptcy. Biden and Sanders both support legislation that would allow borrowers to discharge their student loans in bankruptcy. Then I would declare bankruptcy. Do it. Immediately. It's a good reason to vote for Joe. Um Biden, you'd have a line of millennials literally just waiting to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. But Sanders supports tuition-free college of all four college, four-year public colleges and universities. I agree with that. Biden does not support across-the-board tuition-free college. However, Biden, like Sanders, supports two-year of free community college. The plan would be a federal-state partnership with the federal government paying 75% of the costs. So he's good for two-year. Free for two years. Um, Sanders would cap itemized deductions at 28%, and then a Wall Street tax... I, I think Joe Biden's taxes aren't as aggressive as Warren's were. Or Bernie. And I really, really want to tax the sh- out of corporations. Because yeah. according to Mitt Romney, they're people, so <laughs> they should <laughs> well, be According taxed. to the Supreme Court, they're people with Citizens United, right? So um, that was it on student loan. So what's the difference? Bernie wants free four-year for public and state. Biden says let's give two-year community college for free. Um, They're both for bankruptcy, allowing for the waiver of student loans. Once again, those are both things that don't exist right now. So if you're talking about progress and you have to convince moderate Republicans to vote for this law, Who's more likely to win that vote? I'm not talking about the election. I'm talking about who's more likely to win that vote. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What's the next uh, one in the uh, meme? I don't know. It's not a, it's gone. Oh, close it. It was, I don't don't remember. Um, On every test I took, Biden was my last choice. Oh. Say, I'm I'm telling you that. But when you're looking at the spectrum of choices, Bernie and Biden are very close to each other, and Trump is on the way other side. Yeah. So to call him Trump light is just rude. It's just <laughs> not true. It just seems... I, this is, this I, is a I, lifelong Democrat. He's, if, his gaffes are getting a little out of control. Sure, there is something to be said about his mental state. And right? I've just... Bernie had a heart attack two months ago. No, I know. I, I didn't want Bernie either. I wanted Warren. <laughs> Warren you know what's so weird yeah. is the amount of people that are saying, I wanted Warren. I'm yeah. like... They what? didn't vote. What? Or, this, or whole, this whole... This whole... Well, we need to pick who can beat Trump. That's bullshit. 
They're all trending to beat Trump. Yeah, like, okay, but... <laughs> no, you got to vote what's... Re- that's the problem. So all of these uh, Warren supporters... Um, ranked voting! Yes, ranked voting. First of all, yes, because they voted... And then they pulled out of the election. Yeah. There's a lot of people pissed. A lot of uh, millennial voting people that are totally disenfranchised and just pissed off that they got hosed that way. Because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, why why isn't ranked voting just a thing? Why It's not like it's a a bad thing. You know, it it doesn't hurt anybody. Only the Sith deal in absolutes. I guess. (laughs) No, I think that Warren supporters saw... Biden start to surge and thought, well, if I want to keep my progressive ideals, then I'm going to put them on the next best candidate that could beat Biden, which was Bernie. Ugh, I guess. Bernie could still win the nomination, people. He could still win. If it flipped that hard on Super Tuesday, why do you think it couldn't flip that hard in I Florida, do, if, Illinois, and New York? If I'm being honest, I do think that Biden has a better chance of beating Trump than Bernie. I actually think they have about the same, in my probably, opinion. Probably, probably. I mean, um, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but just because Bernie's ideas are so "quote unquote" radical, yeah, right? I know, but yeah. <laughs> they're, nor- they're normal ideas, right? For most countries, right? But um, <clears throat> I, he does. Joe does have since he is an old school Democrat, and basically, old school Democrats are uh, Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, um, old school Democrats are Republicans 1975. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even 1995. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he does have a better chance of, of getting those middle-of-the-road people. I mean, your hardcore Republicans are going to vote Trump no matter what. Right. They'll they'll use the whole, they're well, no, no I don't like him and I don't like his tweeting, but he gave us some Supreme Court judges and right. now they can ban I mean, abortion and, and take control of the planet and... You know, but less government, though, right. but less government, unless it's something that goes against, you know, what I think. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't vote for him if he grabbed my wife's pussy. <laughs> all right. But he never grabbed my wife's. All right. So I'm good to vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy tree. Anyways, please, whatever you do, whatever you do, if I don't care if the DNC or this quote unquote conspiracy that you think happens among the DNC. I don't care if you think that that's true and it makes you vote for Trump. If what? that's the Wh- case, whoa! All I want is more people to vote. Well, I want more people to vote. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't know. There's certain people that I might not remind to vote. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, voter suppression, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, Democrats suffer from that more than Republicans. No, I, I know, but. You know, there's, there's, like, I might not tell my sister and brother-in-law. <laughs> I might not remind them, but the only thing that can save a democracy is more democracy, not less. Then why don't we have the electoral college? <laughs> we don't even don't have know. a democracy. I don't know. I don't like it. We do have a democracy at the state level, though. Yeah. And if you really want to see changes in your community, it's going to be there. More than at the federal level. That's true, especially for your House and Senate. Yeah, I mean because and you, this whole you, have you seen the laws Utah passed just barely? There was some, yeah. Um, yeah. There, uh, the whole idea that the president is as important as he is is kind of it should be overblown because he or she, <laughs> hopefully someday. They. Uh, 
they can't just go out and and they're not supposed to be able to just go out and do whatever they want. Um, It has to go through the House and then the Senate. And they're supposed to be checks and balances. Uh, And even then, if they pass a law that someone feels is unconstitutional, it goes to the Supreme Court. Right. Unless it's an amendment with a majority of the states. Right. So, really, your House and Senate people are the ones that really you should be paying attention to. So, you know, people like Mike Lee, who should be voted out immediately. Rob Bishop. Rob Bishop. Who's running for lieutenant governor. And now, and now, (laughs) yeah, what the heck? And now there's signs. There's signs I've, I've seen on the road that say, uh, "What are the? Uh, hey, Mitt, quit. Yeah, something like that. Something and stupid. It's just like, paid for by USA Patriots. Like, we hate democracy. I just, I just can't with these people, man. No, it's. Uh, do they feel? I guess they feel stabbed in the back or something. I don't know. Man, I, the Republican Party is is gone. It's, it's gone, gone, man. It's gone. And people that are holding on to it. They're they're just they're they're not seeing seeing it I guess you know it, right it's it's crazy no I mean I don't understand it Trump's not a Republican uh, he's not he's, if anything he's more of a Democrat we've talked about that before but really he's just a he's a Trump yeah he's, he he's, he wants only things that benefit himself and he's he's not he's not a Christian he's not. He's a bad. He's a bad dude. I like, just want people to imagine that he impregnated Stormy Daniels. Yeah. You think he'd be pro-life? No. If he impregnated Stormy Daniels, dude, you know he's he's paid for tons of abortions. Absolutely. Abso- I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind. No doubt. No, his whole family is all about Trump. You see this Melania thing? <laughs> yeah. She tweeted about the tennis courts at the White House, and people lit her up. And then she tweeted back, "For anybody that has anything negative to say, I encourage you to do something for your community." And I thought to myself, like build a tennis court in your backyard. Are you going to allow people in D.C. to come play on these courts on the White House lawn? <laughs> I don't think this is for the community, Melania. Right. No one's going to come play here. Who are you going to invite to come play here? You know, the Secret Service. Coming back to local politics. Yeah. You are a fan of Spencer Cox, the lieutenant governor who is running for governor of Utah. I, I like Spencer Cox fine. You know, he seems OK. Sure. So the Utah Coronavirus Task Force tweeted this. Do not go to work if you have symptoms that match COVID-19. Stay home to avoid making others sick. Even if you have very mild symptoms, going to work sick could mean danger to could be dangerous to others. Let's work together to stop the spread of misinformation like what's in this video. And attaches a video of Trump saying, some people with coronavirus go to work and they get better. It's fine. Okay. Spencer Cox removed that tweet and said, I just learned of a tweet on this account that appeared to be political in nature. We must do everything possible to avoid politicization of this issue, and I ask the tweet to be deleted. The White House has been a tremendous partner in our COVID-19 response. I don't disagree with that, really. I mean, look. It's not a political thing to point out misinformation. I know, but it was. But that that is definitely, that is... But when it is... No, I understand. Trump has said a lot of stupid things over the past few days. A lot. But that is... So if you had a clip uh, of anybody else saying this... I don't think that you need to include the clip at all. Just avoid misinformation. We've been saying that for... We've been saying avoid misinformation for six years. But you put that, you put that video on there and... It becomes a hot. It, it's going to piss people off. It's going to piss off all. You know, right? 
Okay. Seventy percent of the state's going to be like, oh, yeah. and why? The, why? Because it's because fake news. Because they believe him. Yeah. Right. That's the problem they're I, trying to point out. I know, but. <laughs> 70% believe every fucking word this guy says. And when he says you can go to work sick, and they're saying, no, you can't or shouldn't. <sighs> yeah. That's not politics. That's them saying the guy that you believe everything was wrong. Yeah, I know. But it is. Poli- uh, but it, That's like saying you, you're, you're, like, you're pro saying all the jokes you want. Like, you, you you hate the PC culture. Yeah. You think we should be able to joke about anything. Right. These guys post a video of the POTUS spreading misinformation about work that could potentially make people more dangerous, and you think the coronavirus task force of Utah posting the video I guess what I'm trying true. to say is, because I'm indifferent. I don't care. This doesn't bother me either way that they, they put it. It's kind of funny that they did that, but I, I get what he's saying i understand why he took the position of removing it to not piss off his constituents right and well, his voter base he got a lot of shit for it from, i'm sure for moderates i'm sure he did yeah. and so maybe i don't agree with him but i understand why it happened i can understand why he did it politically his move and you know his it move might was have been political it might have been herbert called down and being like hey Yo, that's certainly possible but because, because Herbert just fully, you know, sucked Trump's <laughs> yeah. this week. Although he did say something, what did, Herbert did say something about coronavirus and Trump. I can't remember what it was. Now he said something along the lines of I, uh, I don't agree with him downplaying. This was a couple weeks ago. I think that Spencer Cox tweet was way more political than the original tweet. Well, he m- certainly made it. Political. He made it political. These guys were pointing out that what the president was told you wasn't true. No, no I, you're right. Yeah, I, I don't. I this, this this clip could play on Fox News over and over again, and all of those viewers would believe it. Yeah, they do. I'm sure. They d- and they do. So the task force, I mean, who's been tasked with protecting us, <laughs> says, "Hey guys, this isn't true. Let's work together to stop this spread." I'm because they've probably think, seen. That I'm clip. trying to think of a more neutral way. To do it. There's not a neutral way to do it because they believe everything the president says. So the only way to do it is play exactly what the president just said and say, hey, guys, this isn't entirely true. Well, another thing could be, you know, how Trump, you know, freaks out and has people fired when uh, when they they like remember how like half of Noah got fired after his After the Sharpie Gate? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe Spencer Cox is trying to save people's jobs. It's certainly possible. <laughs> but I I don't see anything political here. I see it really was misinformation. They're saying please don't go to work. But and let's not l- spread this okay, misinformation. Okay. Let's say let's say that um you are a hardcore conservative or a hardcore Republican. And you are in the task force on their social media team. Would you put that clip up if Trump's your guy? If I if I was on the task force for coronavirus, yeah, and Trump's your guy, is that the first video you'd go to? If I knew that what he said wasn't true, yeah, because a lot of people are saying it. I'm just saying that's that that it's I if this I don't a, I don't if this think was a Democrat. I don't think that there is whoever did this post, whoever's in charge of this social media post, leans left. 
Sure. And that's scary. Yeah. That's scary. I'm the just, coronavirus task force shouldn't have well, politics. Everything's politics now. But when they're looking at the commander in chief, who more than half the country believes every word he says. I don't know if you knew this, but he just said yesterday that, uh, you know, this stuff comes naturally to him. That's he I just, did. He I knows, posted about it. He knows everything. I posted something very funny because uh, he also asked in a cabinet meeting if Hell the yeah. flu vaccine could prevent coronavirus. They were just like, N- no. If the flu vaccine. No, he didn't ask. Okay. He didn't ask about the. He said. If someone if took it a was good a, dose. A hard. A hard dose. Flu vaccine. If okay? it was a hard flu As, vaccine. So, you know, it was like <laughs> spiked with alcohol or right. something. So flu yeah. vaccine with vodka, 60% vodka or something. Right. You know, would that take care this of is, it? It's like if someone brought him a Diet Pepsi. He's like, I asked for a Diet Coke. I can't diet. Can't Diet Pepsi taste like Diet Coke? I don't understand why it can't taste like Diet Coke. It doesn't make any sense. Well, he is not comes naturally. That's to why it. when people say that he's conniving and and calculating, like I don't think so. I think he's, he's just really stupid. I think he's both. I, so I I don't think he's a very smart man. I think that he is manipulative, and I think that he's senile. Like I think that he has uh, he has dementia, possibly. I really do. Like he, I yeah, I don't I don't know what else to he's say. He's definitely a sociopath. But There's no way you could watch any of his speeches and not realize that. So anyway, let me let me just ask you this then. Uh huh. If you have the tweet from the coronavirus task force in Utah, and then you have Spencer Cox tweeting, "I just learned of this tweet that's political in nature," right? Rather than just deleting the tweet, right? Or, well, deleting that's, the, or deleting the video. That's probably the better course of action was just to reword the, tre- the tweet instead of making it political. How does this make you feel about Spencer Cox as your candidate? Well, I don't know. I mean... Is he just going to toe the Trump line here? He hasn't... He's been pretty critical of Trump, so I don't know. But if he does start you know, showing things like that, then... And, you know, it's not... <clears throat> It's not that I don't like it when people support Trump. If you want to support Trump, great. But when he makes a mistake, don't cover it up. Sure. You know, when he when he says something that's obviously not true, which is like every day, don't just sit buy into it. Don't defend him. You know, be Mitt Romney and grow a pair and be like, yeah, this is right. this is how I actually feel. Right. Because. Playing politics, it's getting old, man. It's so stupid. Just yeah. freaking. So if he starts doing stuff like covering up for Trump, and and, and then that's a little different. Well, because if, John Huntsman probably would not do that. John Huntsman would no, he wouldn't do that. And well, when you've got people running for office, I haven't heard a lot from Wright, who is running with Bishop as his lieutenant. Uh huh. But we do know one thing. Yeah. Bishop will play the Trump. Gives me a boner card. All day long on the campaign trail. Right. So if Spencer Cox starts to lose in polling because those two are willing to. Then I guess we'll see. Right. We'll see. I So there was a Democrat who joined the race, this this uni, uh, University of Utah law professor who joined the gubernatorial race. Yeah. Um, someone asked me at work, if you had to vote right now, who would you vote for? And I, I said John Huntsman. Yeah, I would too. Because I don't know enough about this Democrat. I wish you know John Huntsman would run for president Absolutely. again because he 
would be better than everybody. <laughs> he, I have a feeling he might be setting himself up. I hope so. If he wins the governor again, can do that for four years, and then... Abandon us again. <laughs> let's say Trump wins. Yeah. Then we have a non-incumbent race, uh-huh. which is a lot easier to win. Right. Um, I could see him really setting himself up. And I actually... That's a Republican I would vote for. Yeah. I would vote for for governor. Yeah. You know? Um, because I think that he's actually a Republican. Well, yeah. He's he's a moderate Republican, and he's... Which is almost a Democrat now. And we've, I think we've talked about this before. I've said it before, but I've watched interviews with the Obama uh, campaign from 2012. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, they weren't worried about anybody. Because any, there was a ton of people running, but they said they right. were not worried about anybody except for Don Huntsman. Right. Because they thought John Huntsman could actually beat them. Yeah. And I agree. They They probably... As long as John Huntsman ran as John Huntsman, because uh, I think that was Mitt Romney's problem, is he didn't run as Mitt Romney. He run he ran as ultra-Republican Mitt right, Romney. Right, Um Then he would have probably had a chance to win, too. But Yeah, it should be interesting. I Either way, I just am really excited to... If it's four years from now, fine. If it's this year, even better. I just, I'm really excited to see what becomes of the Republican Party post-Trump. I know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. What can we do to get rid of Mitch McConnell? What can we do to it's focus and and really hone in and can we get a hold of Russia and can they, can we say that he owned a, a rapey pizza shop with you, sex slaves or something? Uh, Amy McGrath is her name, who's running against him in Kentucky. Let's see where they're polling right now. Amy McGrath. Yeah, I gave her five bucks the other day. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Amy McGrath for Senate, Democrat. She has raised a shit ton of money. Like, let's see, January 9th, $9 million wow. for a Senate race in Kentucky. Um, let's see if I can find the most recent article. Oh, $10.7 million. There's more. Two polls in February 24th confirm a toss-up race between Amy McGrath and and Mitch McConnell. Moscow Mitch is what it says in this article. <laughs> um, so, tell you what. Yeah. If... <clears throat> I actually wouldn't care if Trump got reelected <laughs> as long as Mitch McConnell... It's true. I would I would take Trump <laughs> fine. Whatever. Right. As long as he doesn't have Mitch. I hate Mitch McConnell He's evil. so much. He's Emperor Palpatine. And he looks like a turtle. He's, yeah, that's the biggest reason why. And he's ugly as... F- <laughs> let's see i want to know who would be the uh, i want my politicians to be good looking you know trump is the ugliest president we've had in a while yeah, since like well you know he's uglier than nixon <sighs> yeah maybe yeah trump has always been kind of ugly. was nixon handsome when he was younger i think so but he but trump's he always lost, been kind of weird looking. he lost to kennedy because of that but it was more of a charisma <laughs> thing as well kennedy was pretty attractive and he was incredibly care have you ever seen the picture of uh, Google Richard Nixon Kennedy debate. This is the first televised debate in American history. And what happened in this debate is Kennedy, when he was asked a question, stood up from his chair and addressed the audience town hall style, like one hand in the pocket, mic in his hand. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Richard Nixon looks like a fifth grader sitting in his chair and he was sweating <laughs> profusely. <laughs> and so now, if you go to a debate live, it's like freaking freezing in there. Right. Because the candidates are like, I don't want to sweat on TV. Look what happened to Nixon. Right. Um, did you see that? Can you see it where Nixon's sitting down? I'm, um, it's way. I got. 
co- oops, we got a commercial going oh, here. Um, Governor Mike Levitt, founder. What is this for? Who are they? Who are they pimping on me? I don't know. Mike Levitt's name I haven't heard in a while. I mean, I know he's still in the biz doing something, but um, he's the most junior senior senator. I just want to know who would be the Senate Majority Leader after Mitch if the Republicans maintained control. Oh, it's not going to be that one dude, is it? What one dude? You're scaring me. What one dude? Who? Nixon is sweating on his chin. That's really gross. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that was the... And so it's funny because they pulled people after this debate. Those who watched the debate on TV, Kennedy was the clear winner. Those who listened on the radio, Uh Nixon was the clear winner. Nixon is actually not that bad looking. He, you know, his receding hairline is kind of a problem, but yeah. he, he he has a nice jawline. Uh, you know, he's he, he's pretty handsome for that time. Kennedy's definitely you know kinder looking. Right. They all look gross because they all smoke and drink too much back in you know and did coke and I don't know whatever they did in the right <laughs> in the sixties. <laughs> Dude, Kennedy was on a lot of drugs for his back. A lot of drugs. You know he had a messed up back. I didn't. He had like a giant back brace on most of the time. And so he was on a lot of pain meds and like, but then other meds to keep him up. Right. Not not up, but to keep him awake. Yeah. Because he was on so much. Yeah, he messed up his back uh, when he was in the Navy, I think. When he was cheating on his wife with. No, that was, was after. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was another injury. No, dude. Kennedy saved like a, like, I can't remember how many people's lives when he was in the Navy. Yeah, the, his ship but sunk. then, you know, when he continued Vietnam, he kind of kind of made up for that, huh? It's true. I look, I like I love John F. Kennedy, but I have said for a while that if he wasn't assassinated, probably wouldn't have gone down as such a great president. You know. Yeah, probably. He, he was stalling on civil rights. Mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson was the one who finally pulled it out. Bay of Pigs, Cuban Missile Crisis all happened in his first year. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure he would have even won again. Yeah. Other than he was incredibly charismatic and TV was was very very big. Yeah. It was catching on. And he was very very charismatic. It's so. like it's like how Obama won because of uh Facebook and the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I I could watch Kennedy speeches all day because he, like I said, he's charismatic and I loved what he stood for politically. Um but yeah, had he but not been assassinated, it would have been a rough re-election, I think, with a bunch of stuff that went wrong, you know? I mean, the country was tearing itself apart with civil rights at the time. It was crazy. Um, um, ugliest president, people are saying... Um, I don't know, I can't... John Toon. So, okay, so if Democrats won, Chuck Schumer would be the majority leader, okay? But let me look who John Toon is. I don't like... Wait, what did Schumer do this week that everyone was all bent out of shape about? He called out uh, the Supreme Court. He called out Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Because they're hearing an abortion bill. They already heard this bill from another state. And it's the bill... Are you familiar with doctors and needing privileges in hospitals? Yeah, we talked about that. So needing admitting privileges. So the Supreme Court already shot down this... This law in, I think, Texas. Uh-huh. And now Louisiana passed the same bill, and it's reached the Supreme Court. It's the same exact thing. So a lot of people are wondering why they even took it up. You guys decided this. The wording might be different. And I honestly, I could have the states mixed up. It could be right. the other way around. Either way, the case is this. They want to require providers who provide abortions to have admitting privileges to a hospital within 20 miles. Right. And it's kind of 
ridiculous. It's kind of stupid. It would be like uh, your your dentist, you know, it'd be like your dentist is required to have admitting privileges to the hospital. Right. If you go into a cardiac arrest at the dentist, let's say, mm-hmm. the dentist calls 911. Right. And guess who admits you to the hospital? The attending physician at the hospital. So if you start to die during an abortion, the doctor calls 911. And guess who admits you to the hospital? The attending physician at the hospital. There's no reason for the doctor providing the abortion to have admitting privileges. And if it, it's Louisiana right now, because if this law passes the Supreme Court, the, oh, there will be one single provider in Louisiana that can provide abortions mm. for like, it's like 10000 a year. Which then leads to back alley abortions done with pills, done with hangers, however you want to, the horrible ways that this that happens, and then women die. Right. So I don't know why they're hearing this case. And Chuck Schumer said something about like, um, if he said them by name and said something like, you guys will pay the price. Don't know what that could possibly mean. Because uh, it's not like he has a, <laughs> he, d- he doesn't have a threat to hold. Like, what are you going to, you going to impeach them? Because you right. can't impeach a member of the Supreme Court, but you're not going to win right now. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's why. Hmm. Um, Senator John Thune is the deputy majority leader right oh, now. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, who's the uh, who's the guy who let all the rapes happen uh, at uh, Jim Jordan. Yeah. Now he's he's in the House. Oh, that's right. Okay, good. I think I have a prediction. Yeah. Put it on the list. Okay. I think that Jim Jordan will run for president in 2024. Oh. Gross. <laughs> there were people, there were kids who went, so yes, he is accused of um, keeping silent the rape allegations and actually just sexual assault allegations at Ohio State University when he was the wrestling coach. Right. Um, people would tell him that this that they saw something and he would say, "Oh yeah, that's Roger or whoever his name was. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> you know. Um but students that he had there remember him saying, "I I would love to run for president one day." Mm-hmm. And the way he's just sucked up to Trump and he looks like a little kid next to him because Trump is fairly tall and Jim Jordan's like he's a little weaselly big. Yeah. He's, uh, he's one of, he's one, there are a few people <clears throat> in Congress that I I think I hate. Mm-hmm. I like. I think they're evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch McConnell, yeah, Matt Gates, mm-hmm. and Jim Jordan. I I think are evil people. Yeah. Matt Gates, I think is just an idiot, but that still qualifies. I think Jim Jordan is also an idiot. If you ever seen him That's interviewed true. before, That's he's, true. He's really stupid. I do think he's an idiot. Mitch McConnell, I think, is actually fairly intelligent, and I think he knows what he's doing is wrong. That's why I think he's evil. Right. Uh, he's trying to consolidate power. Let's switch gears here. Yeah, Olive Garden. I'm, so, you know, I, I, real quick, I am kind of out of it today. Uh, last night was uh, daylight savings. Yeah, and I have a question. Yeah, if you stay up till three, do you still technically lose an hour of sleep? <laughs> which, which is actually two, because two doesn't doesn't exist. It just goes from... Uh, so you're saying at 159... 159, it becomes 3. I mean, it goes 159 to 3. Right. So if you stay up till 3, do you really lose an hour of sleep? I mean... Yeah. You just lose <laughs> an hour... In a, well, uh, no, that's why they do it on a weekend, because people just sleep in. Yeah. Well, I didn't sleep well last night, no. and I, uh, I'm tired. Well, 
I'm sorry. I mean, it's okay. And then you it's came okay. here and you argued with me about but Joe Biden. I'm definitely not on the top top of my game right now. <laughs> uh, well, let's just hurry and run through this Olive Garden story. I like Olive Garden food. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people say it's not real Italian, but I don't know. I think it's good. <laughs> sure, when you hear your family. Uh, a customer at an Olive Garden restaurant. I'm going to let you guess what's what state in a minute. A customer at an Olive Garden restaurant on Saturday loudly demanded a server who was not black. An employee and an observer said. A manager acquiesced and is no longer employed by the company. Oh, really? Uh. So the manager said, okay, we'll get you a white server. Would have been great if he's like, okay, we'll get you a Mexican server. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what state do you think this happened in? Well, I I would... I don't know, like Alabama or Missouri or something. You might be surprised, other than the fact that it's Mike Pence's state. Oh, Indiana? Indiana. This happened in Indiana. Uh, Amira Donahue, a hostess at the restaurant in Evansville uh, in southwest Indiana, said the customer, a white woman, complained to a manager about her and the other black hostess. Do you think she said it like, I do declare? (laughs) They're not in the south. They're in in Indiana. Mm. Uh Let's see. Complained to a manager about her and the other black hostess working during Saturday's dinner rush. She made comments about me to my coworkers concerning my race and saying that I should work at a strip club instead. <laughs> what? She, she asked if I'm, ev- if I'm even black and if I am from here. That's weird. Are you even black? Are you even from here? That's weird. Uh, what? I, I, I don't <laughs> get that one at all. Are you from here? Like. Um, the the customer who was with a handful of other people, including two children, was seated at a table that had a black server, at which point she became particularly irate. The customer who screamed her demand for a non-black server to a manager who complied, Donahue said, um, and then a customer also witnessed it and posted it to Facebook. What do you think? Where are we? Here's my question. Do you, do you think the manager could tell that this lady was obviously clinically insane. She said she doesn't sound like she's right in her in her right mind at all. And he was just placating her to you So know, you're saying like she was like like mentally uh, ill mentally and he's just like okay challenged let's just get her taken care of and get her out. That's possible. Because it's I, po- what would you do though? You worked at Smith's I worked retail yeah, I mean, I've been a manager at uh, retail. I've never had anything like that before. If, but if someone did, like if I would someone like, was in... I would like to think that I would say, well, then we don't need you to shop here. Right. I would like to think I would do that. Right. I mean, that's what I... I but in in the situation, I, I, w- I, I could see myself switching cashiers just to get her out of the store. Sure. You know what I mean? I could see it. Uh, and then maybe on the way out, be like, hey, by the way, don't ever come back here. Yeah. Uh, that's Sure. I'm not trying or, to defend anything. Or I might not. call a higher up and let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, for enough people to see it and be upset, there must have been, <coughs> this must have been what the story was and that there wasn't more to it of like someone being mentally challenged. I, I Well, when I say mentally challenged, I mean, she's just clearly... Sure. This is not something a normal person does. Man, uh, we live in such a racist country. It's it's amazing to me and to you, obviously. It, like, look at look at what just happened here. I read you a story, and your first thought is, "Well, this person must be, you know, almost retarded or something." No, I to be this racist. Well, you must be mentally ill. When 
in, in reality, there are people who are just that racist. And maybe they don't get out much. That's why we never heard <laughs> yeah, of it before. What it <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, man. Luckily, I've never been faced with uh, that either. I don't think. I don't think I ever had any. I feel like I have, but I. It must have not. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I'd have to think back. So uh, Olive Garden can the manager though. Yep, can the manager. There you go. <laughs> you're welcome at Olive Garden. Anybody except for this woman. And when you're here, your family. Yeah. You're not my family. You're not the right color. Right. You know, I was thinking. I had this crazy thought today. What was I watching? Well, maybe it was a comedian I was listening to. And uh, I I'm going out on on record here, and I th- maybe I've said this before that I don't really like the term African American. Sure. Because I think we're all Americans. Yeah. And that's you know period. I agree. Uh, I I'm think fine with just black. I think white, black, um, Hispanic, I guess, because, you know, brown's kind of broad. Sure. <laughs> Although brown and brown has caught on, though. Has it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, so I'll hear a lot of the candidates just say, you know. Oh, I have heard white, that. White, black, brown. Yeah. Um, But the for the people that do call people African-Americans, let's say uh, Idris Elba. Is that his name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba uh-huh. is here. Right. And they're like, oh, he's African-American. But he's like, wait a minute. I'm actually African-English. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I've never heard that term before. Right. But but do we call them African-Canadians or, you know, that's really uh, interesting. Yeah, But I've never heard it. So do you think he calls himself African-American? No, not at all. Yeah. I don't think I think he calls himself a man. Yeah, probably. I, I don't think it's a thing. Other places. Yeah. I like don't. It is here. I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard I've heard. Uh, some black people get upset and say, oh, this is what I want to be called. But sure. I just, I think it's... I feel like it's, uh, honestly, I think that the black community is a little bit split on the issue, and that's why yeah. we hear differing views. I mean, I think as long as you have a good intention and the right tone, right. you know what I mean? Because you could say something very mean, you know what I mean? I could say, there's that bald gentleman over there, right? right. Or I could be like, it's that bald fucker, right? There's a totally <laughs> different... Right thing to it, so it anyway. Yeah. I I try so hard not to. There's a, there's a, I should play. I'll play the Family Guy skit in the in the break, where he's uh he's trying not to identify him as black, and he's <laughs> like uh the the tall gentleman, the gentleman who who wears jewelry, <laughs> and then the the girl the lady's finally like oh the black guy, and oh. then a white guy comes in with all the <laughs> like all the same stuff. Yeah, oh that's good. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's do a quick coronavirus update. We had our first our first case in Utah, and not the case. Woo! Yeah, and it's not the guy who was quarantined. This was a new guy. Yeah. So there was a guy who was on the the Diamond Princess, who was in L.A. He wanted to be back home, so they brought him home. Yeah. Quarantined at IMC down in Salt Lake, and now this guy was also on a cruise. Oh, it wasn't the the prince. The it was another princess ship. Oh, okay. Um, that's now being quarantined off Oakland. I don't know how he got off. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, maybe he just jumped off and swam. Yeah, maybe. So he went to his doctor, and they just said you need to self quarantine. So he has to stay home for fourteen days because oh. he was actually showing symptoms. Kind of weird. So yeah, two in Utah, um, and it's in Davis County, which is it's right around one, the corner, yeah, man. One county away could We'd, be. Could be. I'm not. I'm not scared about this. Are you? Are, uh, I'm not scared about it for me. This right. is what I tell people. 
people in our demographic, our age, mm-hmm. we're fine. Right. It would be like the flu. Right. But your grandma might die or your friend's child could get it, even though children aren't as at risk as they are for like flu. Right. But you go visit your 70-year-old grandma, mm-hmm. they're at a very high risk of death. Right. So it's not about me. It's about the people I know. You know what I mean? You're, if I, You're such a good person. <laughs> Shut the fuck you're up. You're such a... But that's the point. Like, <laughs> yeah, all of us would get over it. It's just like a flu. But, you know, if I get someone sick and then they go visit their grandma in the nursing home, like what happened in Washington, all of a sudden 10 of them are dead. You know? You're so altruistic. God, you're just, you're just <laughs> I'm glad you remembered that word. You're such a... <laughs> I taught you that word in an early episode. Did you? Yeah. So, worldometers.info. Uh-huh. I keep up on this website. Uh, since the last episode, you know, there were like... I think on Sunday there were like six new cases in the U.S. and then like nine new cases the next day, and then it jumped to 35, then it jumped to no, 60. No, because President Trump said that it wouldn't spread <laughs> and that we don't... Right. But that I you mean, can go to work The day still. after right. it started spreading, but... So, currently, there are 484 total cases in the U.S., 49 new today. Mm-hmm. Total deaths is 19, um, which is... Let's see. If we're looking at the numbers... One, two, three, four. Fifth highest in the world in terms of death count. And they were all, like a ton of them were at a retirement home. Yeah, I think, so there's 19. I think 10 or 11 were in Washington, a couple in California, maybe one one in in New York. Florida, I think. Yeah. And they're all old, like we've talked about. Um, Older with probably compromised immune systems. Nevertheless, uh I would like to talk about this, though, because we've seen a spike in the number of new cases, and I was explaining this to someone at work that the CDC just sent out new test kits, mm-hmm. and I was like, you better watch this number, because the new test kit is out, that number's going to spike, but, oh, it's yeah. not, but it's not legitimate. Like, all these people already had it, we just simply diagnosed them. Right. It's kind of like the spike that we've seen in uh, ADD or autism. Right. Right? We've seen this spike, but it's just because... People who were mildly autistic in the 70s were just kind of weird. Right. Now, they, now they're diagnosed. Right. So um, it's still kind of off-putting to read the numbers, though, to see that how high the U.S. is on the list. Uh, Italy's so, getting freaking nailed. Italy has almost 1,500 new cases today. Hmm. But you're right, though. That, so, uh, but the encouraging news is that the more cases that are actually shown it's gonna lower that death percentage yeah. and maybe people will stop buying <laughs> <laughs> funny story so i went to walmart yes i think i posted on facebook oh, about hilarious. this yeah. i went to walmart and i i just i, I wanted bottled water because i use a lot of bottled water it had nothing to do with coronavirus i right. just i wanted my weekly right. bottled water it has more to do with aids but yeah yeah so i <laughs> <laughs> i go to the water aisle and I'm like, oh, come on, for the love of, yeah. you know, and there's nothing. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone except for Dasani. <laughs> and I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> there is a whole shell, like it just got stocked, <laughs> full of Dasani. It probably didn't. It probably had dust on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, Coca-Cola, this is your wake-up call, man. Yeah. People are like, well, I could die of dehydration or, or drink, Dasani. drink Dasani. You know what? I've yeah. had a good life. <laughs> I can either have diarrhea or drink diarrhea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just am like, oh my God, Coke, here's your sign, man. Yeah. It's time. Dasani tastes like it's, ass. It's time to move on. Isn't that weird that water, like... Well, they add something to well, it they that all do. makes it taste 
terrible. They all they all do. You know my favorite water. What's your favorite water, by the way? I just like the Kroger brand, the normal. Yeah. Which is I don't know who it is, but it's it's one company that distributes for all the different stores. My favorite water, like best tasting, uh-huh. is is Core, with the big blue cap. Like big big bottles, big blue cap. Not a not a not a knob cap. It's a big. You know, <laughs> you know, a lot of water companies have blue caps. <laughs> I should say lid. It's more of a lid, like it's the size of the bottle. Oh, okay. You know. Uh, anyway, core. Oh, okay. I know what and you're Voss. About. Voss is good water. I don't the the ones that I don't. I mean, I'll drink whatever if right. I'm dehydrated. But uh, I don't like Dasani, and I don't really like Arrowhead. I think those two are kind of in the same yeah same uh, grade. But I think Fiji's but, overpriced. Uh, oh yeah, my sister likes they they get Arrowhead and they like it, but they mm. don't like Dasani. But I just it's fine. I'll drink it, but I just it has a I don't know different taste to it. Yeah. I'm anyway. store store brands the way to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's your coronavirus update. If you man, if you're sick, just stay home. Don't like, buy all the toilet paper. You know, I've uh, got yeah. That's I, the other thing. All the toilet paper. I've got gone. half a roll left, and I I went to the store, and it's like all gone except for no. Actually, the store I went to last night, I thought it was weird. All the cheap, rough, rough and thin stuff was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and the name yeah. brand stuff was there, so I don't know. You know who? You know who's buying all the toilet paper? <laughs> huh? Bidet companies. Oh, they're sending people in, dude. They're sending Hold people on. in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to break in a minute. <laughs> this is something I failed to talk about uh, on my Japan trip. Yeah, the bidet. Oh yeah, I never experienced one. Did we? T- we didn't talk about it, did we? No, no. We may have spoken about bidets in the past. Oh. But well, I never experienced one until I went to Japan. Yeah, it, it was. It's invigorating. It's something, man. It's Did you just, have? Was it heated water at least? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. It's just how does it know right where to go? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Jake's dad, yeah, uh, has a pool, uh-huh. and he requires everyone use the bidet before you get in the pool. Well, you know that that makes sense because yeah. uh, what's the virus? Cryptosporidium. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Yeah. And his has a little control lever, though, both for uh, spread, intensity, <laughs> and lateral, you know, front to front back movement. So you can aim it. <laughs> I think I think this one might. Dude, the Japanese toilets are like a freaking space shuttle. Like the, They're like the button. And the worst part is it's all in Japanese and right. there's not any English translation on it. So you're just like. Looking at the it's pictures, like, like a, you accidentally spray your balls because you hit the <laughs> you hit the female one, you know that washes the yeah. vagina, and you're just like, whoa! Oh. It's probably got like a like a laser net, oh. you know. It's like butthole acquired. <laughs> move at pleasure, and so you can move around, and the laser net just follows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, oscillate. Oh my gosh! Anyway, <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we better go to break. But seriously, life changing. That's main reason reason I want to go back to Japan. Uh, (laughs) And that's who's buying all the toilet paper. And they are in all the restrooms, even the public restrooms, the bidet companies. Why don't we have those here? I don't know. All right, we'll be back. Damn it, you guys are ruining Thanksgiving. And it's my second favorite holiday, right after pretend not to notice people's race day. Hey, you seen Reggie around? Which one is Reggie? Oh, uh, well, today he's wearing yellow pants, uh, yellow shirt, yellow hat, yellow shoes. Uh, he's got a gold tooth, uh, diamond earring. Um, he's got that big necklace with a dollar sign on it. Uh, 
He's always grabbing his crotch when he's telling a story, like the one about when he found out his mother is really his grandmother. Could you be more specific? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, he always wears cheap cologne, uh, drives a Mercury Cougar with a crown on the dashboard, uh, never pays his alimony. Uh, he's extremely cut for a guy who never works out. Oh, there he is. Thanks, anyway. Hey, Reggie! This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. It's louder than normal. <laughs> um, Welcome so back. I went to the, the bathroom upstairs. Yeah. And I, I was going to take this dump, but I sat down on the toilet seat. What's, what's with that thing, man? It's like really small. <laughs> the hole is... You sat on Quinn's toilet seat. Oh! oh. I have a special double toilet seat. <laughs> one that's small for my oh. daughter. <laughs> I was positioned really weird. No, I'm just joking. Every time I sit on it, I do have to like... That, ah! did, that didn't happen, but I was a little uh, like, what yeah. the heck? Am I supposed sit to... My is that like a game? Am I supposed to pee through that little <laughs> hole there? Or? It's to prevent splashing. Ah, splashback. Um, a Canadian boy. This is random headlines, by the way. Did we yeah. did we say that? It, well, the thing did. Oh, that's right. A grandfather in Canada says he was outraged, as grandfathers often are nowadays. Yep. Uh, <laughs> after finding out what his eight-year-old grandson had won in a raffle at a youth hockey tournament. 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 I have sometimes listened back to the podcast. I'm like, I don't talk good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't words good. Anyway, uh, two hundred dollars worth of something that's recently legal in Canada: pot of marijuana. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Keith Redoubleble of British Columbia. I don't know what his name is. Red Metal. Fair is this? <laughs> <laughs> Told Toronto's CTV News that his grandson, who plays in youth hockey league, had entered a raffle to win a prize. Um, each team is usually responsible for putting a gift basket or prize together with a minimum value of fifty bucks. And then what they do is they okay. Uh, I know how a raffle works. <laughs> News story. What they do is they sell these <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, um, my grandson thought he had won a great prize. Dad, I won chocolate. No, son, there's bad drugs in the chocolate. He he did win a great prize. It is what, a great prize. You know, and if he were to cross the border to the U.S., he could probably make a pretty good profit on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for that grandpa. Yeah, maybe if I were the grandpa, I'd be like, oh, my glaucoma's <laughs> That's probably up. what he did. He's like, this is a horrible prize. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> I, I'm going to throw this in the river and put it I'll in my be, bag. I'll be right back. <laughs> Got to get something I better test some of this to see if it's <laughs> how bad it is. Anyway, um, so that's a prize that you could win in Canada. That's awesome. Now, have you ever heard of a pancake race? An international pancake day race? No. Wait, pancake day race? Yes. Or pancake race? Whatever, it doesn't matter. It seemed diff. Well, I mean, they could have like a 5K on pancake day. <laughs> uh, an English woman barely squeaked out a victory uh, over a competitor across the pond in Kansas. Wait, so is this in Kansas or UK? In Tuesday's annual pancake race no way it's between the their British 
and American hometowns. Oh, I guess it's a race between. Huh. I thought for sure it just would have been a Kansas thing. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on here. Katie Godorf. I should probably start reading these stories before. <laughs> Uh, in Buckingshire, ran the 71st International Pancake Day race. 71st? Yeah, with a time of 1.06 seconds that beat the time of Whitney Hay, a student at Seaward Community College. Seaward? Like the Seaward? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's S-E-W-A-R-D. Seward. I don't know, man. Seaward. 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 Who won the liberal Kansas leg of the race. I have been to Liberal Kansas. It's, it's where not, Kansas it's put not all. Liberal. It's where Kansas <laughs> put all their liberals. The town <laughs> smells like poop constantly. <laughs> it's actually it's not even poop. It's worse. I'll tell you why. You want to know why? They burnt all the liberals. Socialism. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the dog food factory. It's mostly the dog food Wait, factory. One point oh six seconds doing what? Okay, so, uh, so this is this is an event in liberal. It takes longer to make a pancake. Okay, but you ha- it's not it, it's not actually a, a race. You are you you have a pancake. Oh, a finished pancake. Yeah, okay. in in a pan and you're like flipping it as your So women in the event, is it only women? I thought I said all guy must run a 450-yard uh race oh. while carrying a pancake in a frying pan. And flipping it at the beginning and end. So she won it by 1.06 seconds. Oh, I thought yeah. she did something in 1.06 seconds. Oh, no. She's like, not like, you takes know, like light speed. Yeah. Um, so they, they got to flip it once, run, and then flip it at the end. Right. So you could win, but miss the flip. Yeah. That would be a bummer. Got to nail the flip, man. Yeah. So, I did, okay. so this apparently is in liberal Kansas, and people from Buckinshire in England came to participate Someone got paid to write this story, and I want it to be me. It was, um... I'm, I'm going to Google them. Tell me their name. You know, it's from Huff, Huffington Post. I don't see a name. Nobody wrote it. <laughs> Nobody wanted to take credit. Huff Post Pancake Race. It doesn't... I don't see what it says. Katie Godor. <coughs> Oh, no, no, that's not the author. No, that's just uh, one of the people. Must just be a contributing... Uh, Someone that doesn't get credit. They don't want credit. Wow. That's interesting. Huh. Um, Now, I don't know how to say this word, but this is in Madison, Wisconsin, which, you know, is the town of uh, constipation and, and bloating because mm. of their uh, cheese. Speaking of which, I had an entire cheese pizza yesterday, and I haven't eaten anything <laughs> since. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, due to... Yeah, anyway. Um, how do you sp- how do you say this? Is, I think this is a type of cheese. Gruyere. G-R-U-Y-E-R-E. Gruyere? Gruyere. Sure. Gruyere. So this cheese from Switzerland has been named the world's best cheese well i want to try some chosen now. from a record number of entrants huh uh from 26 nations in the world championship cheese contest in wisconsin now did you know that there was a world champion cheese contest i mean in you, wisconsin i didn't i mean if you asked me do you think there is <coughs> i would have said yes 
you know, when everybody at, when someone asked me, do you think this has ever happened? I'm Absolutely. Like, yes. Whatever it is, whatever ludicrous thing you are saying. Right. Yes. Because people are stupid. And there's a lot of <laughs> us now. Yeah. Um, the cheese from Bern, Switzerland, made its maker, Michael Spice, Spicer, Spicer, I guess. Sean Spicer. Uh, it's oh, not spelled. Mike, it's, Michael. it's like spy share okay. of mountain dairy. Uh, Fritz Rahas. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you're killing me here. He's a two-time winner. He won in 2008. So, so it's not necessarily the Grigere cheese. No, it's this particular one that this guy from Bern, Switzerland, made. So he's cheating. He's putting like <laughs> cocaine. Like, in you it can't win anything without <laughs> cheating. Now is not, that not twice? Is that not how twice. it is? <laughs> <laughs> the Astros only won once. Yeah. Lance Ar- Lance Armstrong? Yeah, no. that, you're right. Man. Phelps? I don't know what he cheats. <laughs> uh, he cheats because his ears paddle for him because yeah. they're so big. And his knees are double-jointed like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> He's not an attractive man. <laughs> In the face, at least. Michael Phelps? Yeah. Eh, you know. He's got a he's got a weird face. Fish. Fish face. Yeah. Um, That's rude. The contest <laughs> is the largest technical cheese butter and yogurt competition in the world and started tuesday in madison with a record of 3,667 entries the 55 judges taste sniff and inspect which i think is also the same uh technique they use for dog shows right uh taste sniff and inspect yes the 132 classes of dairy products during the biennial 132, so it's every two years. Uh, contests. The judges include cheese graders, cheese buyers. What, is that <laughs> I'm a cheese buyer. Yeah. Uh, dairy science professors and researchers from... What? Man, Are they you know, cheese researchers? We got homeless people. We got veterans who are, you know, on the street, and we're putting money... Okay. <laughs> you know what? There's... there's you, you can be altruistic <laughs> on your own time. This is... I mean, come on. I'm just a little jealous. I'm just jealous. You're just mad because you're not uh, one of these cheese buyers. Uh, one judge and 30 people from Japanese university could not attend. What was it? This che- coronavirus <laughs> is affecting everything. Cheese something in yogurt? Uh, Cheese dare. Uh, cheese. Cheese butter. Butter and yogurt. Yes. Oh, all man, the butter. things that cheese are made. I feel like if we were like a like a bluegrass cover band. Yeah. Cheese butter and yogurt. It's a great name. Cheese butter and yogurt. You know what is a a never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I I I was listening to the news talk about Kobe Bryant and mm-hmm. it's always Kobe Bryant, what's his daughter's name? Gianna. Gianna and seven others. Right. And yeah. I thought, oh, seven others. That's a great band name. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I know. That's terrible. I know. I know. I know. Um. Anyway, uh, we have. That's it for random headlines. But, um, we do. Before we move on to, I don't know actually if we have any <laughs> thing else to talk about. But before we move on, uh, we have a slight announcement to make on the. Um, rejected takeoff front. Now, if you don't know this, rejected takeoff is a uh, event that happens when a plane 
uh, has to abort a takeoff because of one reason or the other. Mm -hmm. And it's an analog for my life because right as I'm about to take off, something happens and I, uh, I slam on my brakes and, you know, have to start over. Yeah. It'll soon be illegal to abort a takeoff. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the, it's actually being brought up by the Supreme court right right now. Um, but, uh, the the name uh reject to take off is uh a band it's 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 that we're in yes, that it's we our, created it's our music group and we have uh we have a, a, a members now besides me and Brian there's Ethan Bayham Dr. Mm-hmm. Ethan Bayham he's mm-hmm. our drummer and uh Kemp Kip last name uh, <laughs> I realize <laughs> I don't remember his last name he he he's never told us <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of things about you know like the, like the he worked for the Air Force right. you Kips. know and he's going to NORAD this Kips week. Kips an enigma. Yeah. He's floppy disks and yeah, nuclear bombs. I, mean, we, and I don't know. We know he doesn't listen to this, so it's okay. Yeah, we're fairly certain he doesn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, in the background is a new song that we're working on, uh, called "Writings on the Wall." But the the announcement that I'm making we're is that we're intentionally talking over it. To well, make it so that you can't really... Yeah, you don't want to really, right. really hear it. <laughs> but you get the idea that it's you know, a good song. Um, we are playing a show. Our very first show is Reject to Take Off. That was quite the scream. Yes. On April 11th. April 11th, 2020. 2020 in Salt Lake at a place called The Witch House. The bitch, Witch House, excuse yeah, me. Which I have never been to. Uh, I think it's a newer venue, a smaller venue. And will be the oldest people there? Actually, probably. (laughs) I was looking... uh, I've been in communication with the other bands that we are playing with. Uh, They seem to be more Southern Utah bands. Sure. Uh, Like Utah County, BYU bands. Sure. Uh, And they all look like they're 12. Of course. Um, But we never give up on our dreams. No. 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 Never. Um, I don't remember the names of the other bands. But anyway, April 11th at the Witch House in Salt Lake. Uh, we will be the first band playing because, you know, this is uh, our first. It's our first show. First show. Right. It'll, um, it'll be the last time we play first. Yeah, because <laughs> this is just a shakedown. You know, it, it's like the comics that go to local comedy clubs right. before they go on their arena tour. Right. Uh, because, you know. We are going on an arena tour directly after, I'm sure, yeah. of it. And if you you know hate the music but you love the podcast, that's even better reason to come, yeah, yes. in my opinion. That's true. We are going to try to incorporate... We're going to figure out a way to incorporate podcast into our live performance. We're going to have a desk, and in between each song, we'll sit down and record 15 minutes <laughs> of a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's a The only way we can idea. get through a three-song set. <laughs> But you can find us on every streaming platform. Yeah, just type in Reject to Take Off. Although, on YouTube, it, it just comes up with videos of airplanes taking Reject to right. Take Off. So you, you have to like, type in Band or something. Or just go to Facebook, too. Yeah. What's our handle on Facebook? Just, rege- just Reject to Take Off. Yeah, at Reject to Take Off. Yeah. Yeah. And Instagram. And, um, yeah. iTunes, Spotify. Been trying to make a lot more posts to get people interested. Yeah. So We uh, think you'll like it. You know... The comments I normally get from people when they listen to their music is they, they say, that was actually really good, which <laughs> makes me go, oh, 
Uh, yeah. Thanks for the backhanded compliment, I guess. Uh, it's, it's not backhanded. It's just, you know, people set expectations low for local bands. Right, right. Local As artists. As they should. Sure. Uh, because if you ever listen to them, you, sometimes you're just like, wow, that was something. Right. I mean, there's <laughs> there's shitty bands. We, According to your opinion, we may or may not be one of them. Yeah, it's hard to say. And frankly, we don't care. Yeah, we're going to continue to well, make the music. you know, we have good songs, but we're terrible live. <laughs> uh, we don't know that yet, but we only assume. Yeah. Um. So yeah, check us out. So that's uh, the first show. We'll tell you when the second one is, so you can actually go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they. T- I need to get twenty people there apparently. So uh, that's I, the I, threshold. Yeah, I need at least twenty twenty tickets bought. So twenty of. You know the two hundred thousand people that listen to us. That should be easy. I mean, most uh, of our listeners are in Norway, but um, <laughs> they or can't fly here now. Actually, they're they're in Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> most of our listeners are at Guantanamo Bay, which you know it's kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. I, but the, the coronavirus is keeping them there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we you know all our Japanese fans. We don't expect you to make the uh, Chinese because of uh, right coronavirus that. Well, I don't know. It might be warm in April, and according to to the president uh, Trump, that that should kill the virus off. So right. we should be good. So all I'm asking is that in exchange for um, the share of the podcast, which I know you guys do every week, uh-huh. you share the podcast with a friend. Right. Instead of that, uh, go go hit up Projected Takeoff on your streaming platform and share that with a friend. Or now this is crazy. You could do both. You could one and the same. And you know what? If you can't rate music on iTunes? I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> you can't rate music on iTunes like, or... Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you should, if you want to leave the podcast a rating, but review the music, mm-hmm. you know, you could be like, five stars, I hate the podcast, but the music's <laughs> really good. And that it, we get the message both ways. Yeah, either either way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we have anything else we need to talk about? No, that's it. So oh, uh, really? find us at the Artake Pod oh, on wow. Facebook, Instagram, that. and Twitter, <laughs> or theartakepodcast.com where you can stream every episode. Um, for episode... Oh, I have the other bands that are playing. Oh, go ahead. Um, so there's three other bands. Um, Melancholy Club. Okay. Sundog Sky. Melancholy Club's a ska band. <laughs> Are they? they no, might, they might be actually. <laughs> uh, that's a good name. Um, Sun- and over Sun- under, okay. Which I don't want to trash the bands that we're playing with, but that is not a good name because when you look it up, there are a bajillion bands named over under. Over under. There are no bands named Rejected Takeoff, at least with the presence online. But just there's so at least a hundred million videos of planes having rejected. Having yes, rejected. So is, just that is factual. <laughs> YouTube problem. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for the Art Take Podcast episode Whoa! eighty. Wait, wait. Eight zero people. Hold on. I don't know what we're going to do for 100, but we're only 20 away. Hold on. So. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Leave us a review, please. Tell us what you think. Um, And it was great arguing with uh, Spencer. You know what? If you're going to skip an episode, maybe this one. You know, that's (laughs) late in the game. But uh, anyway, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.